Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Got a great episode for you today. Bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. Really excited about that. I, um, my birthday was yesterday. I'm furry free, vibes. I'm furry free. Imagine that. I cannot believe I'm furry free. It feels like just yesterday I was 13, but time flies when you're having fun. I went out with my girlies last night and we had so much fun and I'm really hungover. I don't know why it could be because you know what it could be. It could have been. Here's what it could have been. It was one of two things. It was a the bottle of wine or B the six beers. I'm not sure which one it was that put me over the edge. But guess what? My, I have a pounding in my head. I drank a bunch of V8 juice, which I know you guys think is disgusting. You've made it very clear that you don't like V8 juice. Well, guess what? Some people do. And that means more for me. I love that stuff. It tastes like spaghetti. I've spoken about it before. I'll never stop drinking it. I drink it all the time. God, it's good. Okay. And now I'm drinking a lemon Gatorade or yellow. What is it? A lemon lime yellow Gatorade, which is probably, again, I don't want to get political here, but it's the best Gatorade. The, excuse me, guys, we're not going to fight this morning. No, we're not fighting, fellas. Hey, big guy, you got to stop doing that. Sorry, you guys know me. I live in a damn zoo. (laughs) If you could only see in the monitor right now, the cat's fighting right behind me while I'm recording this. I really think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but anywho, you guys, just a quick, um, notice that next week's episode and the week after they're going to be pre-recorded episodes. I like to tell you guys this just in case something happens. Like for example, Jeremy Allen White posts a picture and he doesn't have a shirt on, or, you know, he he's wearing a shirt again that has no sleeves. And you're like, oh, why wouldn't she comment on that? This is, you know, this is very relevant and this is very on brand. It's because I'm not, I'm not recording them, uh, the day before. Um, because I'm going to be away. So, well, where are you going? Why don't you take a guess, Spipes? <laughs> Why don't you give it a little think? <laughs> oh, God, we just have too much fun over here. Anywho, let's get to some of these emails that you guys sent over. Again, to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um, if I don't get to them, bump them up. You know what I got to do? And I'm going to do this this week. I got to go through the freaking spam folder because sometimes you guys end up in there. Let's see. This one says she's bragging. Okay. First of all, hi, love you so much. Been a fan since girl code. Oh, thank you so much. Tell the cats that I said, hello. I started listening to you a couple months ago a recommendation for my girl, Courtney. Okay. Shout out to Courtney. Thanks girl. So shout out to her, but I had to give you a thanks. Your show has really helped me through a terrible season of dating. I was using the apps and finally stopped. And then I found a man, a construction worker ooh, with callous hands and a safety, bright colored clothes and safety, bright colored clothes. Anyway, uh, the saying, if you wanted to, he would is so fucking true. He stopped by on his way to work today just for a smooch. Oh, how cute is that little cutie? All my girls hating men and dating anyway, keep going. I know it's annoying to hear, but someone will just plop into your life. Oh, and then she gives a, wow, she gives a Thanksgiving theme. Now that is a smart idea. A Thanksgiving themed fuck, marry, kill. Stanley, what's going on, buddy? Um. I really love that girl. Uh, where'd you, where'd you find the guy on a construction site or something? You were in a hard hat zone or something. Where'd you come across him? Love that for you. Honestly, me and my friend were talking about it the other night. Just like, how nice is that? Cause she's dating a guy that does construction. I'm like, what a lucky duck. What a lucky duck. This one says I shouldn't have married him. Hey, Carly. I freaking love you. Oh, thanks. I love you too. 
OG listener and fan since girl code. Thank you for making my week. I really need my girly pops to weigh in and give me some advice that is much needed big sister advice. Sorry in advance for the long email. My husband and I have been together for eight years, married for six, and I've been feeling more than ever that I shouldn't have married him. He's my best friend and I do love him, but I'm just not in love with him anymore. I have so much resentment towards him now. I just have such a low tolerance and sometimes he gets on my gosh darn nerves. I think about who I am now and who I was back at 21 when I was dating him. And honestly, it makes me cringe on how low my standards of him were. I'm talking him never making any plans, me being the one who would always reach out, helping him with his rent, co-signing for his apartment, et cetera, all on top of me finding out after, uh, all on top of me finding out after we got married that he was entertaining other girls. Like, sir, you had the perfect girl. What more do you want? We basically got married because I got pregnant. And I can honestly say, say that if we didn't have kids, I wouldn't be with him. Oh, girl, this, I'm so sorry. Um, so that brings me to my dilemma. How does someone go about making the move to leave when your life is so tangled together? What holds me back now is how devastated my kids will be. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old who is autistic. And part of me feels like I should really stay for them. But another part of me feels like it's so unhealthy for me to be in this relationship that I'm not happy in. I don't feel like I'm the best version of myself when I'm with him and vice versa. We fight constantly and we're at the point where we show our ugliest sides of each other when we're in a fight. Thank you in advance for your advice. And to any girlies who have been in this situation, give me some encouragement that I can make it alone. Yes, absolutely. If you've been through a similar situation, definitely um, send it an email and, you know, I'll do a follow-up on this next week, but I, I know a lot of you have been in the situation. That's the thing. I think it's very common, especially when you get married so young and you're 21 and then you have kids and it's kind of just like you blink and life has a uh, 10 years have gone by, you know? So I can't imagine how much stress you're under and how sad it must be to think about changing your life in this way, especially because you're taking your kids into consideration. But I think that the happier, healthier environment that they're living in will just make their lives better. And, you know, it's just one of those things like what, what's the better answer them living with both of their parents that are clearly unhappy and bickering a lot and, and kind of just like bringing the worst out in each other or them having co-parents that actually get along and see each other and, you know, split the time the kids split the time. I think that it's healthier probably um, if you're unhappy and he's unhappy to take that step. And yes, it's going to be a pain in the ass, especially like you've been together for so long and every little thing is going to change. But I think it's something that once you do it, you're going to feel kind of a deep sigh of relief and you're going to feel like a weight was lifted off your shoulders. So I, I, um, I think you could make that move. And if anybody out there has been in a similar situation, send in, send in an email. Um, let's see. And keep us posted on that. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends over at BetterHelp. The holiday blues are no joke. When it seems like everyone except for you is enjoying the season, therapy can give you the boost that you need. BetterHelp's online therapy makes it easy to get started. Just take a quick quiz and BetterHelp's team will match you with a licensed therapist. You can connect with them over video chat, over the phone, or even by message. So it's convenient and totally suited to your schedule. I think BetterHelp is such an amazing tool to have. And I think honestly, the holidays really are. It's so weird. Like I even felt this way during my birthday. I'm like, I get the birthday blues every year and the holidays are extremely difficult for some people. So I think it's so helpful to talk to someone and, and it's totally normal and relatable. Like I hear you on that. <clears throat> as much as you might love chatting with your friends, your significant other Reaching out to a trained therapist is a total game changer for your mental health. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Secret Keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Secret Keepers. This one says, help with my BFF. <clears throat> hey, Carly and the kitten mittens. Aw. 
I'm going to cut right to the chase because I'm desperate for some advice. Sorry in advance for how long this is. So I have two best friends. Let's call them Tia and Mia. We've been best friends since middle school. We're 31 now. Despite Mia moving across the country, all three of us have still managed to stay close throughout all these years. Mia and I were co-maids of honor for Tia's wedding last year. Tia had some wedding drama with some of the bridesmaids that she lost touch with since, definitely stemming from some of that drama. To keep it brief, the bridesmaids were the groom's wife and friends. Okay, the bridesmaids were the groom's wife, groom's wife and friends. Hold on. Okay. So Tia felt obligated to include them in the party, but they clearly didn't like Mia. I think they were honestly jealous about how much closer we were with Tia. But again, we've been BFF since middle school. They've known her for maybe a year or so. With Mia living so far, me and her did our best to coordinate and prep for Tia's bridal shower. To give you some background, Mia is a nurse and I give her so much credit for working at a hospital through COVID, but this had majorly affected her health with brain fog and she was ultimately let go. Oh, that poor thing. And back to that texting fight, Mia had apologized to the bridesmaids for her behavior, and she said she hasn't been herself since contracting COVID. I think she was expecting more sympathy in return, but the bridesmaids responded, it's okay, but at our age, you shouldn't speak to someone the way that you did. It's disrespectful. This feud fueled Mia even more and made things worse. It was a shit show. Mia was also seeing a guy that she was planning to invite to the wedding, but he was really wishy-washy. They ended up breaking up right before the wedding. So during all of this, me and Mia would, me and Mia would split maid of honor duties. Like she would take the bridal shower website while I handled the invites, but she never got around to the website despite telling me she would multiple times. I actually had to do it myself while I was on a weekend trip away with my now fiance. Maybe it's my fault. I should have done that sooner knowing that she wasn't going to, but still I was kind of annoyed. I took on a majority of the bridal party duties since the wedding. Mia had dated one other guy. Seriously. It was only for a few months last year, but she found out that he cheated and had a whole nother side girlfriend. She admitted that she spoke to the girl for two hours on the phone recently, and it was quote unquote healing. It sounded crazy to me. I told her that and avoided wasting any more energy on this guy. She vents to me and Tia about why she can't find a good guy. Is she capable of ever loving a normal guy? Then last night she posted to her close friends, the picture is attached. Okay. Uh, sorry. There was something in parentheses that I'm not going to say out loud. She actually met up with her, her other, the other girlfriend took selfies, had drinks together and posted, Oh God. And posted all her personal business and backstory with his ex. Oh my God. This whole thing makes me think she's not in a good headspace. I'm planning my own wedding now, and I'm wondering if I should decide on having no maids of honor and no bridesmaids. I know if I ask, it's asking for a lot, time and financially, but with Mia especially, I wouldn't want Tia to go through the burden of the responsibilities alone like I did. Mia has a part-time job now and has expressed how excited she'd be for a bachelorette. I initially thought I'd ask Mia and Tia to be my maids of honor, but we've gone through everything together since middle school, but now I'm starting to reconsider. What would you do? Photo of my fiance and I are also attached. Thanks, kiss right on the lips. Oh, cute. Let me see. Oh my God. How cute are you guys? Girl, you're so pretty. Now let's see. Okay. I'm just looking at the, she included pictures of the, oh my God. She included pictures of the this is a mess. These Instagram stories. What the hell? You know what? When girls like trip over a guy like this, I'm like, I just know. <laughs> Girl, please, please. She wrote the whole story. She posts pictures of them together. I'm kind of like, why would either of them want to do this? It's just like, honestly, it's embarrassing. It's like, you're giving this guy so much power to know that he screwed you up in such a way that now you guys are besties. And, and what do you, what does he think the topic of conversation is when you guys are hanging out? It's not the weather. I don't know. I would just, you would sooner find me, you would sooner find me at the gym than find me publicly sweating over a man. It's just not happening. Um, so I think if this were me, 
I would probably as it's such a hard decision to make because it's like you deserve to have your besties be your maids of honor at your wedding. Right. And to have this experience with them, you've been best friends since middle school, but you know, you also deserve to have a peaceful wedding and not feel like you're being a burden on your other friend. That's going to end up taking all of these, you know, obligations on herself because your other friend obviously isn't, isn't great with that. Right. So, and I agree with you. She doesn't, it, it doesn't, I don't know what she was like before, but I don't feel that she's in a great headspace. So I would honestly do whatever was going to make my day easier. Um, and the days leading up to it. So I would probably just have either the one friend, um, be my maid of honor and the other one be a bridesmaid, or I would just have no maid of honor, but it's like, I don't know. I just feel like you should have a maid of honor. It's your wedding. Um, it's, it's a really tough decision. It's a really tough decision because I'm like, if you want to have a maid of honor, you should be able to do that without feeling like you're going to hurt somebody's feelings or feel guilty or, but it might just like to go back to what I was saying before, it might be the thing that's going to make your day a lot easier. Maybe if you have a talk with her, I don't know if you've spoken with her about it, but I would try and give it a shot and maybe talk with her and just be like, listen, I don't know where your head is at right now. I am trying to decide if I want to have a maid of honor or not. And I just don't want to give you more things that you're obligated to do if if it's going to be too overwhelming for you. And at our other friend's wedding, I felt like I kind of took on those obligations, which I didn't mind doing because I care about you and I want you to be good, but I don't want to put that on her, on like everything on her and see what she says. I think there's a nice way that you could go about it where she won't feel like she's being like, um, not attacked, but where she won't feel like it's like confrontational. You could just have like a normal, oh, you know, casual thing. Like, I've just been thinking about this. I wanted to see where your head is at, if you're in a better space. Um, and depending on her reaction to that or what she says, I would just make my decision from there. But at the end of the day, I would do whatever is going to make my life easier because you deserve to have a nice, peaceful day with no drama. Like I swear there is nothing worse than people that start drama on other people's uh, like surrounding other people's weddings or their special day or their party. It's like, oh my God, it's simply not about you. That says a lot about a person. I'm sorry, but it does. Okay. This one says sty solidarity. Hi, Carly. I'm cracking up because I think you and I are eye infection twin flames. I got a sty the first time back in April when you got your first one too. And I got a freaking another one last month. Nothing feels more embarrassing than a recurring Chalazian, even though it sounds like a Pokemon evolution for a Charizard. (laughs) People probably think I love rubbing debris in my eyes all day, but how embarrassing to throw away all your makeup because you have eye acne, hoping the Chalazian stays in 2023 and sending you positive eye vibes for the new year. Also, I had my first date with a construction worker. Ooh, la la. Where'd you guys go? And it restored my faith in men after a long period of feeling jaded. Not only was he romantic and funny, he was a gentleman, but he also had calluses on each palm and overall was serving brawny paper towel looks. Okay, girl. And now we're going to get into a fight and we're going to duke it out because where's my photo of this man? She says, highly recommend blue collar babes to the girlies out there. I agree. And you guys already know that, but I agree. And I swear she really didn't include a photo. And and to me, that starts fight. By the way, my sty went away. I hope for good now. It wasn't as bad as the last one, but I, boy, oh boy, was I pissed about that. I didn't wear makeup for like two weeks at all. Cause I was like, I'm not freaking contaminating my stuff. Cause I just bought stuff in the Sephora sale. I haven't even opened yet. That's how long I've had this thing on my eye. But last night I wore makeup for the first time and I feel okay. Um, 
this one says, how long do you wait? Okay, Carly, this is my first time writing in. I'm obsessed with listening to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I catch myself talking in British and Australian accents that are awful and saying I'm not driving constantly now. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Guys, I have a couple of new little tidbits that you guys, uh, by the way, I'm not driving. Um, my friend <laughs> had told me he was at a diner the other night and it was in um, Newark, New Jersey. And he said twice to the waitress, I'm not driving. And he was like, she like had to sit down. That's how funny she thought it was. Like she was screaming. This woman was like losing her mind about I'm not driving. She asked him if he wanted pie. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm not driving. And she, he's like, she was wailing. She was screaming. And then um, I have another couple. Uh, I told him because um, he lives in California. He was here visiting. I told him another one that he could do is say, oh, I just flew in from California and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> Guys, by the way, I'm so embarrassing and I'm embarrassed to even exist. I genuinely last night was at a bar with my friends um, and I saw this guy that I used to date and he was literally staring at me like an actual serial killer. This guy I've bumped into a million times and I never really acknowledge it because I'm just like, oh, he was kind of cringe and I'm just like, oh my God. And <laughs> he was standing right by the door talking to one of his friends and we were leaving because I was like, girl, we have to leave. We have to go to the other bar across the street, right? And we're leaving and I did like a thing, like, girl, my best you goes, what? was that thing that you just did. I did like a little berries and cream, berries and cream thing. And then like a smile. It was like, it was almost like a leprechaun. If you, if you could imagine that. And I know that sounds scary. And I know that sounds a little jarring to see, but that's what I did. And, and I said to my, you know, friend, I had called her this morning and she said, no, that was like the craziest. She said, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and, you know, he was, pro he probably agreed. I'm sure he felt the same way. So I'm embarrassing. And that's that. Anywho, let's get to this um, story. She says, long story short, I was on Tinder last year, had a roster of like 10 guys. I was talking to deciding which one to actually meet in person. I narrowed it down to two guys and ended up dating the one um, the first guy in picture, which was a huge mistake. I ended it back in June and I've been single ever since I started talking to the second component again, right after he invited me to a work banquet this past weekend at the Pittsburgh convention center, um, with over 1000 guests. Ooh, that's fun. Was it like a ball? Was it like a gala? It felt like kind of a big deal, especially since this was technically our second date and our first one was over a year ago. The first date was decent and the banquet date went well. There's been small conversations since, but how fucking long am I supposed to wait for this bastard? <laughs> Girl, I love you to ask me out again. <clears throat> I'm 32 and I don't have time for this shit. Either you like me or you don't. Let's go. Attach your pictures of me, my boy kitties, Joey and Chandler. Oh, their names are Joey and Chandler. That's so cute. A picture of the X that I shouldn't have picked and the second component. Okay. Let's see the X first. I immediately don't like him. And I'm going to tell you why it's the angle in which the photo is taken. The photo is taken from underneath, like from down. It was like, he didn't lift up his arm at all for it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's where his, it's where his, you know, what would be that that's about the area that he's taking this picture from. So I don't trust him. Also the hat is, I don't, I don't trust this guy. I don't like this guy. You made the right, you made the right choice with this. Cause he's got to go. The angle in which the photo is taken is shady. Now let me see the other guy. Okay. First of all, you're gorgeous and you look like, who do people tell you you look like? Cause you look like a famous actress. Is it Jennifer Lawrence? Um, and he is, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, he's a guy. I, 
I think we keep our options open. I think he's cute. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think he's cute, but um, the outfit is a red flag. I can't lie about that. And I think that, you know, if you don't hear from him or you guys don't hang out again, it's not the end of the world. Because he's no Jeremy Allen White. Okay. But he is cute. I think that like, there's also nothing wrong with, I don't like like playing games back and forth with people like, oh, I have to wait for him to ask me like, or like whatever. Just keep doing whatever you do and don't like put your eggs in that basket right now. You're single, keep going on dates, go back on the apps. If that's where you met these guys, if you had good luck on them and go out with your friends, meet people like, you don't have to give it all to one person because like likely if, if people are single, they're really like dating a few people probably. Right. And trying to just navigate it. So I would keep going on dates, girl. I would keep going on dates. That's what I do. And then if someone asks me to hang out, if like weeks go by and someone asks me to hang out, I'm like, no, (laughs) unless you were away or I was away, like there's really no, you're not that busy. So you should, you should have asked me to hang out. I, I already met someone else. Sorry. Bye. That's what I would. That's what I do. But eh, just go with the flow and keep Stanley and keep um, going on dates. Uh, And your cats are very, very cute too. Let's see. This next one says friends. Carly and the cute kitten boys. This is my second time writing in. And let me tell you, I about slipped in the shower when I heard you reading my first email. Anyway, I was wondering how the heck do you make friends these days? I have friends now, but I feel like they're all too busy anymore. Um, They have kids or husbands or boyfriends, not to mention they're all older than me. 31 with a boyfriend, 32 with two kids, 28 with a husband, and then there's me, 24 and single. But here's the thing. I was in a seven-year relationship when I made many of these friends that I have now, and this seven-year relationship was one that I got into when I was 15, so I grew up pretty damn fast. We bought a house together at 18. Holy shit. You bought a house at 18? Damn, girl. Where'd you buy the house? Where the hell do they have houses that 18-year-olds can afford? Wow. She said, we were engaged by 20 when things ended. The girlies stuck through every tier, and I'm forever grateful and blessed to have them. With all of that being said, I feel like I'm actually able now to act my age, cut loose, and have some damn fun for the first time in my life. I want to go to the bar. I want to mingle. I want to take spontaneous trips out of town. I want a best friend like so bad. How the heck do you make friends organically? I downloaded Bumble BFF and it's so strange to me. I cannot get myself to swipe on a person because like for one, I don't want to be your friend based on how you look. And a lot of the bios on there are super vague and just, oh, any advice on what to do or any females feel this way around the Omaha, Nebraska area. Oh, Omaha, Nebraska is where you bought the house. Okay. And would like to help me go out and be feral. I'm so pro feral for my girls. And then she says, PS, I was scrolling through Facebook memories the other day and I came across this post I made for woman crush Wednesday, 10 years ago. And guess who it was? Let me say, Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Guys, this is so freaking cute. And I appreciate you so much. Like but girl, my fucking hair was so crazy. My hair was crazy. My outfits were crazy. Like, girl, the way my hair looked like a, it looks like a blanket. It looks like a red blanket. Like what? The, the fact that it was so bright red, guys, it kills me. And that was my hair for so long. Cause I had it from when I was in high school until I was about probably 23 or 24. I think I started switching it up when I was like 25, but Jesus Christ, you're too cute. I remember that shirt too. I got it from, um, it's this, like this, this, it was like sheer, but also had, um, spikes on the shoulders, which is so, so fun. And it was leather 
and and this is a tongue twister, leather feathers um, all down the shirt. And I, if I remember correctly, I got it from some like goth store, um, you know, and there were, there were, that was a choice. There were choices made, but not the leather feathers. Anywho, I think if you're trying to make friends, right, there's a few places that I've made new friends, like as an adult, it is so hard to make freaking friends as an adult. Okay. But I've made friends through work. Like my best friend I met through work when I worked at a hair salon a million years ago. Right. My other friends I've met like through work doing stand up or working on TV. Like I have a group of friends that I met that work, I met through MTV and they worked in production and we were shooting something together and we ended up like we're besties, you know? Um, and then other friends that I met through those friends. So it's like, you have your people and then they introduce you like, oh, we'll all go out. I'm going to bring my other friends. Maybe your girlies that you have, even though I know you're saying you don't, you guys don't really hang out that often, but maybe like tell them let's all hang out. Um, and like you bring your other people, like bring some girls from work, bring some other friends that you have. That way I can meet people. And I think it's totally normal and fine for you to say this to them too. Like I'm trying to make new friends that are in the same boat as me. I'm young, I'm single, like, you know, I love you to death, but uh, I'm a feral cat and you guys are not feral. You guys were, you guys are those, those special ones, the fancy feast cats. I'm one of the, I'm a little Stanley. Um, so I think those are good ways to do it. And maybe like, I don't know where you work, but if you work in an office, chit chat with some of the girlies over there, um, and do things that like, like hobbies that bring you joy, no matter what it is, whether it's like, if you exercise, take a special class, a yoga class, you can meet someone there. Like if you like to do pottery, take a pottery class. Like there are all these different places that I feel it makes it kind of more of like, uh, just an easier way to make girlfriends instead of like, you know, you can't like, just, I guess you could, but if you just like go to the bar and you're like trying to talk to girls, like it seems, you know, it seems more intimidating to approach like a group of girls to be friends with them at a bar. So I feel like a class or something might be helpful. Okay, let's see. This one, hold on. This says, help a girly out. Am I overthinking or being reasonable? Hello, Carly, Robert, and Stanley. Hi. I emailed you earlier this week, and I'm resending this because I think the chance of you seeing it and reading it will be higher. Also, I realized there were a few typos in the other email. I hate when you think you did something over email or text and then find a typo. That's really embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> girl, it's fine. I, I would never judge you guys on having typos because 99% of the time I can't read. So even if even if you spell it right, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong anyway. So don't worry about me. She says, thank God iPhones now let you edit text after you send them. I also need to thank you for the podcast. I love listening to it while I'm at work because it's so entertaining and makes the day fly by. Anyhow, I'm writing in because I would like your unbiased advice, thoughts, or opinion. I have been with my boyfriend for five years and I truly love him. He's an amazing boyfriend that treats me right, respects me, supports me, and adores me. He makes all the other guys talked about on this podcast seem like trash because like you always say, I live by... If he wanted to, he would, and he definitely wants to and does. Now for my concern, I worry about our future together because of his current financial situation and job. Sometimes I feel like I'm settling or I'm being naive because he's 26 years old and still works part-time at a retail store. He usually works four or five days a week, but less than 40 hours, hence the part-time. <clears throat> He received his associate's degree in computer science and is now attending school to receive her his bachelor's degree in the same field. I, on the other hand, am a 25 years old and I'm a smart girly who graduated from a university and now work full time with a good job and good salary with great benefits. 
he is a hard worker and he works his part-time job and will always work side gigs to make extra money. That being said, he has been applying to jobs to gain experience in the tech field and get better pay. He gets interviews and has had no luck finding a good job or getting hired. Because of his finances, we do go 50-50 on a lot of things like rent, bills, groceries, etc. He does treat me to things like planning and paying for weekend trips, taking me on dates and buying things when I uh, buying things I want or ask for. So he's in no way lazy or living off me or selfish with his money. I love him and I see a future with him, but only if there's going to be financial stability. I have hope he will come through because with the little he has to offer, he gives me, but I don't know. We've been together for five years and he's still in a similar financial position, working part-time and in school. Honestly, I don't even know how much money he has in his bank accounts, but I do know that he's paying off his credit cards and working to improve his credit score. When he was younger, before I was in the picture, he was pretty careless and irresponsible with his money and future. And this may be why he's in the position that he's currently in. I'm just worried about continuing this relationship due to his current financial situation and job. Now that we are five years into the relationship, I can't help but think that I want Uh, think about what I want in the upcoming years and where I need to be. I want to live in a comfortable life where we don't have to worry about paying bills or living paycheck to paycheck, but so far it has been that way. And we're always living paycheck to paychecks because life is so fucking expensive and he doesn't earn that much. Honestly, I feel like he's the perfect guy for me, except for this issue. Sometimes I wish we hit the lottery because if we did, then we would have no issues in our relationship. Of course, this isn't including the usual and annoying straight man tendencies. Like you have said multiple times, they are so embarrassing and I'm so embarrassed to be a straight woman. I stand by that, sister. Um, Anyway, back to the main topic. Do you think I'm overthinking? Should I be more patient with him and our relationship or am I just being naive? Are my hopes too high that he will graduate, get a great job, and we will be in a good financial spot? Is this all wishful thinking? Am I making excuses and hoping for something that he won't be able to offer me? Am I wasting my time? As time goes on, this worry has been in the back of my mind and keeps getting bigger and harder to ignore. By the way, I've communicated this concern to him because I'm not the type to hold back. No fair, no sparing feelings here if something needs to be said. hold on. I got to take a sip of my Gatorade because I'm talking so fast. I'm getting dizzy. Imagine I fainted on the podcast (laughs) and the rest of the podcast was just 20 minutes of silence. And then at the end I wake up and I'm like, Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Girl, please. Girl, please. Imagine if that happened, I would freak out. Okay. So she said that she's not sparing his feelings. He assures me that he's trying and he would never want to be where he currently is for the rest of his life. He says his goals for himself and for us, he will accomplish them and give us a life that we deserve. But I have a hard time believing him because again, he's still in a similar financial position, working part-time and in school, like he was in the beginning of the relationship. He basically didn't take school or work seriously until he met me. And now he's behind compared to me and others that are around our age. Then again, he has yet to disappoint me. He has also been applying to full-time jobs and I tell him not to because I know it will be extra hard for him to focus on finishing school. So maybe I'm the problem. Am I the drama? Yes, my mind is always like this, constantly going 100 miles per hour. My boyfriend says that I'm pessimistic, but I think of it more as realistic. I'm just always thinking of why... I'm just always thinking. So that's why I wanted to get your insight and been told straight up whether I'm overthinking or being reasonable or wasting my time. Um, Love you and thanks for reading. Love you too, girly. So... I don't think that you're overthinking. I think it's perfectly normal, right? You guys are 26. You have, you went through school, you have a great job and you've been in this relationship for five years. Of course, you're going to think about what you want your future to look like. Otherwise that would kind of like be a red flag if you weren't thinking about your future, because it's like, that would mean that you don't think that you're going to be with him. Like you're trying, you're being, you know, a realistic person, but you have to, of course, think about your future with somebody and what you want your life to look like. So 
I don't think you're being a pessimist. Um, I would love to know when he's going to be finished with school. If you, here's the thing, like if there's an end in sight for this, I think it's perfectly like, it's just the thing of like young people getting up on their feet. And when I was 25, 26, whatever, even 30, I knew a bunch of people that didn't have much money in the bank and, you know, like were trying to figure out what they wanted to do or trying to land a job that they really wanted. It's not an easy thing. So I, I, I want like, I feel that if if you know, like, okay, within X amount of years, he'll be up on his feet. He'll have a job in the field that he wants to work in. He'll be making a good amount of money. And that's what our future is going to look like in whatever. Think of it in three years. Think of it in five years, in 10 years. This is what our future will look like. But I think he's just struggling right now. And it seems to me like, first of all, the, the thing that would make it an absolute deal breaker for me would be if he wasn't working to better his life and to better himself, right? Like he's getting an education, he's working and he's going on, he's trying to get um, jobs that he's interested in so he can get more experience. So these are things like he is working hard. I don't think he's lazy. To me, that would be like the number one thing where I would go, you know what? This guy isn't for me. I'm going to back out because it doesn't look like there's an end in sight. I, I think I have to, like, I always give people a little bit of grace if they like fucked up when they, when they were young, whether it's, they fucked up their credit or they didn't pay attention in school. And it's like all of these different things, because it's like, I just believe that 18 year olds and 19 year olds just shouldn't, first of all, why the fuck do they have access to credit cards? Because what do you think's going to happen? And I know so many of my friends that are still paying off these credit cards and like, all of this interest that they racked up when they were 18 years old. And it's so crazy. So I have to give him a little bit of grace for that. And like school too, because I didn't give a shit about school. So it's like, I feel that there's so much pressure on people when they're very young to like know what they want to do. It's like that changes like so many times throughout your life. If you asked me when I was 18, I was like, I'm a freaking beautician. I'm a freaking hairdresser. (laughs) Okay. But anywho, sorry, I just went on a little side tangent, but you're both still young. I don't think you're crazy for thinking about your future. I know it's really frustrating when you're feeling like you're in a different place than the other person that you're in a relationship with, but I just feel like he's working towards it and He's generous with you because that would be the other deal breaker for me. If you were supporting him, if you were paying his bills, if you were like, you know, if he wasn't like doing like these little nice things for you too, I would go, "Ah, I'm good. I don't know how I feel about it, but I feel like he's trying his best. So maybe talk to him about it and, and see what the time frame is that he thinks like, he'll be done with school and ready to like hit the ground running. Um, Cause really like the only thing that's wrong is like, he's not getting a, he, he hasn't landed a job in the field that he wants as of right now. Um, I don't know anything about tech. I don't know what type of, I, I mean, I, please, I, I wouldn't know anything about that, but I would probably wait it out. You love them. It sucks, but it's like, he'll get there. But ask him, like, what do you think time frame looks like? So I can like have in my head, like what I, what my future, you know, will look like. Okay. This says settling or missing out. Hey, Carly and happy belated. My birthday is also November 18th. Oh, wow. Scorpio sister. Happy birthday, girl. I just feel so special to have this bond with you. Hugs and kisses. Aw, thanks. Anyway, I'm writing to ask you for advice about a boy that I went out with a few times in September. First, I'll say that I had a boyfriend in college, but we broke up after graduation and I spent time 
the next five years in pursuit of romance, excitement, lovers, that sort of thing. But now that I've done that, I'm feeling ready for something more serious and long-term. It's just harder to discern whether I should entertain a guy when that's my intention. I've decided to be celibate too until I'm in love or until I meet somebody that I really want to bang. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Honestly, like that's the cute, that's like the cutest, like celibacy rules. Like it's so chill. It's like, I'm celibate unless I fall in love or unless someone's hot. (laughs) Like girl, me too. Um, I love you. Okay. So she says, which makes things even harder for the last few years. If I thought someone was cute or nice or fun, we'd hang out, hook up, have a quick situation, situationship, no biggie, but now the stakes seem higher and I don't want to get too deeply involved with someone if they're not the right person. I went on some dates with a guy who I thought was cute and enjoyed spending time with. He seemed to really like me and treated me in a way that I'd never experienced and would love in a long-term partner. In parentheses, he sent me videos while I was at work and a couple bucks for hot chocolate when I was in a bad mood on the phone with him. Oh, how cute is that? I ended things because he didn't really inspire me. He had ambition, but he wasn't acting on it. I wouldn't usually care about how a guy I was dating was living his life, but again, life partner searching is different. I also just didn't really think about him when we weren't together and I'm a romantic, I want to be obsessed with my man. I want to be in love. The celibacy thing seemed to be a good indicator too. The closer we got physically, the more that I thought I had to put into whether, whether I would break my rule for him. It wasn't coming from a place of where I really felt like I needed to and where I thought if I did, it would make him happy. Um, that's the kind of thing that I wanted to get away from in the first place. Well, some time went by and he reached out to me again. He's moved out of his parents' place and wanted to know if I would help him redecorate his apartment. In parentheses, cute. And he's, so he's acting on some of that ambition. I just don't know if it's a good idea to start things up again. I think I could really like him if I let myself or maybe not, but don't people say that real lasting love isn't the butterfly stuff? I ended things with him because I felt like if we kept seeing each other, we might slip into something that's serious since he's so sweet and nice and cute, not exciting, but good. Would I be settling if we went out again or would I be letting go if I turn him down? Am I afraid of commitment? I've honestly not responded to his last messages from about a week or so ago, which makes it seem like that's the answer I wanted um, to see what you think on the subject and on how and on how to know when to entertain someone when you're not looking to date around or kicks anymore. Sorry, guys, my brain actually stopped working. That was a, you know what happens when, when I, when I get to this point where I could barely read, I gotta, I gotta take a breath, but okay. We have a screenshot of him. He's cute. Isn't he? He is a cutie. I think he sounds like a good guy. It seems like he's getting his shit together. And I don't know. I feel like you should just give it a shot. I probably would. If he was somebody that um, like treated me really well and was sweet and like kind like this, I, I don't see any problem in giving it another chance. Like you don't have to put too much pressure on it. You don't have to tell yourself like, you know, like, I think that you having this, um, thought of like, you're, you want to find a life partner. I think you're actually putting so much pressure on yourself. Let like not even anybody else, like you can see how it naturally feels. Um, the thing to me that I would focus on too, is like, you're pretty much saying like, you didn't feel like you wanted to rip his clothes off. Right. To me, that might come back and maybe you'll feel differently about it this time. But that would be something that I would tap into and like see if I could focus on that. Because, you know, you want to be with somebody that you're physically attracted to as well. And he is a freaking cutie now, isn't he? We also have this week, AG1. And you know, I love my AG1. You have enough to remember every morning. You have to brush your teeth. You have to shower, maybe wash your hair if it's a good day. I don't know about that, sister. No, I'm kidding. I love wash my hair. 
The last thing you want to do is add a ton of steps to your morning routine by taking 500 different supplements. AG1 cuts your routine in half with just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. You get 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. I drink AG1 every morning. It makes it honestly so easy because girl, I have a whole cabinet of vitamins. I don't know what the hell I was taking them at the wrong times. And I was taking certain vitamins and they were like, well, you need to take this one. If you're taking that one, otherwise this one's not gonna work. I'm like, well, why the hell have I been taking this one by my, by itself for so long? And why does this one make me sick? So AG one really just takes it, makes it a lot easier for me. Takes the whole damn stress out of it. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secretkeepers for a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Check it out. Okay. This one says trans man secret keeper. This is a bump up email and thank you for bumping it up. Because sometimes you guys know these things slip through the cracks. Um, hey, Carly, give the handsome kitty some love for me. I lost my baby boy, Maine Coon Tucker, last year. No, I'm going to start crying. The way that my cats better outlive me because the way that I will actually, I'll be checked into a hospital. Um, I'm so sorry about your cat. Okay, he says... I saw you on girl code and I fell in love. Legit. I've been following you ever since you're freaking hilarious. And you're the cutest little thing I've ever seen. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for keeping me sane as I work my 12 hour shifts. Okay. To the point, my name is Bryson. I'm 32 and I'm a trans man. I have been transitioning since 2017. So this month in parentheses, November 20th, it will be six years of living as a man. Oh, wait, it's wait a minute. That's tomorrow. That's when this episode airs. November 20th. Congrats. On, on six years. It's been a roller coaster to say the least. As a child, I never thought this would be possible. And to see myself in the mirror today, I still can't believe what I see. This year, I have been able to undergo my lower body surgeries. So I finally get a little peen. And next month, I get my little balls. What? Do you get to pick out? Wait a minute. I never even thought about this. Do you get to pick out your balls? Like which balls? Oh my God. It's like shopping. That is so exciting. Um, He says it has been an incredible blessing and I've never been happier. Legit probably wouldn't be here if I wasn't able to transition. So with me living my best life and my truest self, I'm ready to start dating again. I was a lesbian before and very toxic. I hated myself and showed that in all of my former relationships. I now consider myself a straight male. Since I came out as transgender, many women have told me that they want to be with a quote unquote real men. I understand that even though it does hurt to hear I've been in therapy for years, working on myself. I have a decent job, bought myself a house and have two baby boy puppies that I spoil. I know I won't be everybody's cup of tea, but I need your help on how to put myself out there. Do I tell someone upfront about me being trans? How should I tell them? It's very scary to put that information out since you just never know how people will react. Any thoughts? I would love a cute and funny girly like you. How do I make that happen? Aw. Also, why is it so embarrassing going to kids' parties as a childless adult? Most of my friends have kids, so I get invited to birthday parties, and I'm just awkwardly standing around watching kids while I eat all their snacks. It's so freaking awkward. Oh, my God. But don't they have the best snacks? They really do. I'll go to any damn kids' party if there is crunchy Cheetos and Chex Mix Party Mix. God, I love a chips and dip platter too, but no, I totally get what you're saying. Cause it's just like, you're just like chilling with a bunch of kids. Hanging out with kids is awkward if you're not a parent. Cause there you like try and have conversation with them. You only know how to really talk to adults. Um, oh, you're so cute. Let me see. Oh, your cat and your dogs are so freaking cute. So it's so interesting. I think that you should tell people when you feel comfortable telling them. Um, maybe like if you're dating online, I would put it like in in my bio or like, I don't know, like something like that. That way it's like more upfront. 
I would probably do that because it's like, then the person can see it and like decide from there. But if I met somebody out, I would probably just wait until I felt comfortable. I know that like everybody's different, but you don't have to say things like you don't have to bring this up right away. You're allowed to wait because then I feel that like, say you meet, meet like a girl out. Right. And you tell her all this stuff and you go through your journey and you tell the story of your life and all this stuff, which is a very emotional thing to do. And it's very personal, very private conversation to have. And then like, whatever, you go on a couple dates and things fizzle out. And then you go on a date with a different person or you meet a different person at a bar. And it's like the same thing over and over again. It almost feels like it would be extremely draining and you're, and you're taking like the, the lightness and like the fun out of just like getting to know somebody like in the, in the very beginning, right. It doesn't have to be like, okay, this is a first date. I'm obligated to tell my whole life story. Like, I think you're putting so much pressure on yourself, but wait until you feel ready. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if I met, like, if I was out and I met a guy and he asked me for my phone number, we go out on a date, we have a great time. And then he told me that I wouldn't be like, I'm mad at you for not telling me when I first, when we first laid eyes on each other. Like, who cares if you like someone, you like them. So I don't think it would bother me. It's not like a crazy, like thing. But maybe online dating would be, I'm trying to think of like, what would be easiest, right? Online dating and just like having it on your profile that way. It's like, yeah, it's like more casual that way. But I'm so excited for you and and your, and your balls. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, but this actually may be the first time that I'm like, I want to see your balls. Never said that to a man before in my life. First time for everything. So let's see. This one says, how do I tell my friend that she's being annoying? Hi, Carly and the baby boys obsessed with you. Need your advice. A good friend of mine recently started working with me. We're both engaged. She's marrying in 2025 and I'm getting married in five months. At first we were vibing, but now girl, she won't stop talking about her wedding planning every single day. No exaggeration. I'm excited too, but I can't take listening to it 24 seven, especially when I'm trying to get work done. I've tried to walk away from con- combos, not answer texts, etc. but she doesn't take the hints. I hold on. I'm going to say it in a second. How do I politely tell her that she's being annoying? I also want to tell you that the clip of you talking about the Four Seasons landscaping fiasco lives rent free in my head and still to this day gives me daily laughter. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, let's see. So I, I lost my train of thought of what I w- wanted to um, say, but I just remembered I hate people that have no self-awareness. I, it's so frustrating dealing with somebody that has no self-awareness of like, how do you not get the hint that like, I don't want to talk about this right now. First of all, we're at work. Second of all, your wedding's in fucking three years. (laughs) First of all, we're at work. Second of all, your wedding, your wedding's in three years. Third of all, I'm planning my own wedding. Fourth of all, we're at work, girl. I would just say to her, like, listen, I feel like I keep getting distracted from these conversations. Like I'm so excited for your wedding. I can't wait to go in a couple years when you guys have it. But like, as of right now, like I need to focus on work. I don't want to get in trouble period. Like that, that's what I would say. Just we're, we're at work girl. We'll, we'll do lunch and talk about this another time, but like, I have to focus. Cause I'm going to lose my freaking train of thought. This one says straight up, not having a good time. Hi, Carly, Robin, Stan, big fans and girl code. Oh, thanks so much. Long Island girl. Oh, Hey, what mall are you? Are you Smith Haven? Are you Walt Whitman Roosevelt field? God, the Smith Haven mall used to be my sanctuary. That was my church. I loved that mall. I worked in that mall at the Hollister surf co- surf co. Um, 
it was it was a highlight i would say working at the hollister hollister and co um it was a pretty big deal for me i would like stand in the front and then people would come in i would be like did you guys know that we have <laughs> like i always had like a a line that i had to say i had to deliver my lines to every single person that came in. And it's so funny because the people who were like in charge of Hollister were actually 22 years old. And they were like, they thought that they were like the hottest shit in the world. Meanwhile, it's like, girl, we all get paid $5 an hour before taxes. Okay. I don't think we need to be swinging our dicks around over here at Hollister Co. But... They used to like scream at me. I didn't work there for very long. I worked there for like a few months. They used to scream at me. And I was like, can you guys please literally stop screaming at me? Because I'm just trying to focus on my work standing in the front of Hollister and yelling at people when they walk in. But if you like, it's like, a, it's so corporate. If you don't say hi, welcome to Hollister and blah, 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 blah. Make sure you spray the perfume or whatever they would like yell at you. They would be like, you have to say it to every individual person that walks in. I'm like, so if 10 people walk in, I'd say it 10 times. That's crazy that my job is to have personal conversations with every single person that walks into this fucking hellhole. Okay. And they were like, well, if the secret choppers come, they're going to deduct points for you. I'm like, cool. I literally only work here because it's next to an Aunt Annie's or Annie Ann's, and I want my grocery room pretzels. Oh, don't even get me started about the, the hierarchy over there at Hollister at the Smith Haven Mall, okay? <laughs> what else did I have to do? They, I got in trouble because they were like, you have to wear flip-flops. I was like, cool, there's a, bl- it's blizzard. There's a blizzard outside. They were like, well, it's supposed to be like California in here. I was like, well, we're in New York, baby. So... My tootsies are not going to be seeing the light of day for the winter. Okay. Uh, I got in trouble. I think I got fired. I think I ended up, the reason I got fired was because I, I wore nail polish. They were like, California girls don't do that. I was like, guys, we're on Long Island. (laughs) The fucking rules. Wait. Is this going to be, I'm so sorry. I'm going to get back to the email. I promise Hollister, um, employee rules. God, the rules were so ridiculous. You couldn't wear bracelets unless they would like say you can only wear bracelets if they're made of leather. Can you imagine? Oh, it's not popping up. Oh my God. I need to find this list. And they really were like three. They were like one of those things. Three strikes, you're out. Three strikes and you're out. Oh, my goodness. Natural makeup, natural hair color, no colorful nail polish. Yeah, they would they would make you go in the back and take your nail polish off. Girl, please. It is so ridiculous to sell a fucking shirt. (laughs) Some ugly polo shirt. Oh, my God. Anywho, I don't know why I just went on this, that entire rant about Hollister Co., but really it seems like I have some deep-seated trauma there about it, don't I? Okay, so she says, just here to say that I hate dating. Why can't men just be normal? I recently went out with a guy a few times, and after the third date, I thought it was a little weird that he didn't even try and kiss me. Not flirty at all, but it had se- but had sent me a few suggestive texts. I was fully prepared to show him my butthole, but he made no moves. Um, no big deal. We didn't talk much after the third date. I forgot about him. <clears throat> and then a month or two later, he messaged me by saying, hey, by any chance, were you DTF? Oh my God, girl. The way I would throw my phone into a river. DTF, we're not 17, we're 30, and you're not DJ Paul E.D. And you want to know what? This is just a sidebar. If he was... <laughs> The girls are DTF for DJ Polly D, right? Or is that just me? Stop. No, he's a married man, I think. But there's just something about that little spiky little Sonic the Hedgehog guy. I love him. You want to know what I love about DJ Polly D is that he seems silly. And to me, that is so important. The silliness. 
Um, she says weird and rude, but also why not have that same energy in person? Anywho, dating is exhausting. Please send help. Pictures attached of me and my perfect angel baby puppies. Let me see. First of all, who's this little fella? <gasps> Wait, girl, your dogs are so cute. It's crazy. They look like stuffed animals. First of all, did this one just get a haircut? It looks like he has bangs. <laughs> Stop. I'm crying at that. Oh, they're so cute. And not you and, and guys, they have a family photo and they're all wearing the same matching flannel pajamas. And if that was something that I can execute with my, my guys, you would be seeing that this year for Christmas. Um, no dating is a nightmare. That's why I just don't care. I just don't care. I'm just kind of like, I want to have fun. I want to go out. I, I know what type of energy I want from somebody. And if, if I'm not getting that, then I'm fine. I'm all set. I want to see my girls. I want to go out to dinner. I want to eat freaking, you know, muscles. And I want to eat and I want to drink wine. I want to have muscle that I had that the other night. That's what I'm saying. I want to have muscles and French fries. Perfect meal. What? Muscles and French fries? Yes. Anywho, let's do this fuck, Mary kill. Um, this is the Thanksgiving edition fuck, Mary kill that we got sent beginning of the episode. Mashed potatoes, turkey, and green bean casserole. So I'm going to have to kill the mashed potatoes. I'm really sorry, but I am just not that girl. They're my least favorite form of potato. I don't really like them unless there's tons of sour cream mixed in and so much butter and lots of cheese. Otherwise, it's like I would rather just eat. But like, why does it have to be mashed? There's nothing fun in this. I'd rather just eat a boiled whole potato than a fucking mashed one with none of the good stuff. I need stuff in it. And not just milk, not just the regular stuff. I need sour cream in it and cheese and butter, okay? So if we're talking plain Jane mashed potatoes, they got to go. Not interested. Um, then turkey and green bean casserole. Okay, turkey. I think I enjoy, I like turkey. I'm not mad at it by any means. But I'm going to fuck turkey and marry green bean casserole because green bean casserole is actually something that I would love to eat every day. And where you messed up with this fuckberry kill is, is not putting stuffing on here because that everyone knows that's my favorite Thanksgiving food. And I don't need it to be fancy. I actually prefer a little stovetop stuffing moment with some gravy. If you just, if Thanksgiving was only stovetop with gravy and, um, that, can of what is with that stuff that cranberry sauce that like comes out in the shape of the can it's like we haven't evolved this fucking the this in however many years why am I eating a something that looks like a can but anyway it's so good and I love it so much anywho I'm marrying the green beans and the mashed potatoes they gotta go anywho you guys happy thanksgiving Sending questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Send them in this week because I'm going to be gone for two episodes and I'm going to be pre-recording two episodes during the week this week. So I'll chat to you soon. Sending questions, secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and see you next week. Bye.